0: We ain't nobody's know We shaking up the system. The Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. Listen up, we shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. It's Hump Day. Right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Joined by... I'm
1: the man nails. What's happening, Amanda? Happy hump day. The man nails today. So yeah, we were the kid was, yeah. nails yesterday.
0: <laughs> today we the man. We're going to keep trying things out until it sticks. All right, <laughs> My man nails. All right now. All right now. This is hump day. This is Wednesday. How you feel about this Wednesday.
1: I'm feeling good. I was looking at the calendar and I'm like, "Damn, it's already the 7th." Yeah, I feel like we just got into Black History Month.
0: Time, I don't understand time anymore. Uh my man looked at me the other day and was like, "You think the earth is spinning faster?" <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. And then apparently he saw some video where they were talking about how there has been times throughout history where like the earth started spinning faster and then it spun so fast and then it stopped suddenly and that's when everyone died. And so that's why there's all these like breaks in civilization. I just be feeling like there were holes in his retelling of the story. So I need to watch the video myself.
1: But look at you intrigued. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely intrigued. I'm about to start scrolling down my timeline in a little bit. <laughs> I
0: don't know. You know, so it, it was, it didn't seem as as far-fetched as some theories I have heard in the past So now I'm curious But he was like, it just feels like the time is just moving faster Like time is just like getting quicker And I'm like, I, I I, mean, is it? I don't know But sometimes I feel like it's just because I'm getting older So I don't know But you know what? Whether time is moving fast or slow You got us for the next four hours Okay? Yes. Yes. And so we got some black news to give you What's
1: going on? Well, we had a powerful earthquake that hit over in Turkey and Syria And it killed thousands of people
0: It really blew my head when I was in a car on the way to the airport. And I heard about this because that quickly, so many people lost their lives, like just in the blink of an eye. And um, we'll talk more about that. And also the uniqueness of not just that it's an earthquake in Turkey and Syria, but the uniqueness of why an earthquake hitting Turkey and Syria has so much more impact. So we'll get into that as well. What else is going on?
1: Also, Kyrie Irving, we saw this on Twitter. It blew up when it was announced that he got traded. To the Dallas Mavericks.
0: Yeah, this is another sports conversation. You know what I'm saying? But I will say, I saw that LeBron tweeted maybe it's me. <laughs>
1: Everybody was assuming too You know
0: like Maybe he wouldn't come to LA It's me It's me <laughs> Ron's the problem Is me I don't know He's having a Taylor Swift Kind of moment So we'll see What else we got going on
1: Oh man A lot of people Are going to love this Especially if you're a fan of DMX His 10 year old daughter Is doing something amazing She's producing a docuseries That's going to be talking about Fentanyl and drug addiction awareness It's so dope
0: Listen It's 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 really unfortunate But tragedy. So often brings out so many great things, you know. It like it forces people, it pushes people, and it inspires them. So I, I really I look forward to talking more about that. Uh, we also have a TikTok where um, this this sister, this older sister, talked about what it's like being child free by choice at fifty five. And it's so amazing. we're gonna <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play her 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 commentary on that and get your commentary on all the above because we can always hear from you. At at 1-855-AManda 8. That's one 855 262 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian, common sense specialist, all the above, joined by...
1: I am Nails. Let's get into some black-eared news. This first story right here we're going to talk about, you were just in an earthquake like two weeks ago that over something. in California. More than 2,500 people have been killed and thousands more injured after a powerful magnitude 7.8 earthquake hit Turkey and Syria. And this is one of the strongest earthquakes to hit that region in more than 100 years. And even the aftershocks really bad over there too
0: yeah I mean it's really crazy um it's further exacerbated by the fact that there has been so much war in that area mm-hmm. that the building structures aren't as strong because mm-hmm. they have been riddled with bullets and you know and their their foundations rattled by bombs I follow a woman on Instagram who is a uh climate justice and human rights activist. And she works with the slow factory. Her name is Celine Simon. And she said, looking at the devastating earthquake with the weary eyes of trauma and the heartfelt compassion for my people who woke up in the middle of the night thinking they were being bombed or attacked only to find out the irony of it all. The earth is shaking them to the core. She goes on to say that their region is a red zone, according to the U.N., which means not that it's a red zone because of war or because of poverty. It's one of the first zones to be impacted by climate change. Mm. So like on top of, you know, surviving decades of war, oppression, all of that, it's then you're also in the red zone of the Earth's going to war with people. Right. So, you know, um, This is not a a light story by any means, but we want to make sure to send our love out to those folks. And the magnitude of the earthquake was 7.8, which was the same size, to my knowledge, of the Northridge earthquake that happened in the 90s in Los Angeles. So their eyes got really big nails. They've been predicting a big earthquake in L.A. and in California for a long time. So it's only a matter of time. Mm -hmm. It's coming. It's a coming. Now, uh, someone who's a coming to Dallas.
1: Kyrie Irving. He finally got his wish. He asked for a request on the offseason, believe it or not, and they didn't grant it to him, but he requested another one, and they said, you know what? We're going to do it. Because he had either way, he was going to be able to get this trade, or he was going to go in free agency on the offseason, this coming offseason, but he was granted his request from the Brooklyn Nets. They sent him down to Dallas to play for the Mavericks. A lot of people were speculating that he could be possibly going to LA. That's why LeBron tweeted. But Yeah. Finally got what he wanted. Kyrie Irving to the Mavs.
0: Has he said at any point why he wanted to leave?
1: I think it's just a whole bunch of that drama that's just been going on. Remember, he had the drama with the the, uh, anti-Semitic tweet and then he also had the drama with the vaccine. So I'm sure him and management have just not been on the same page Mm. since all of that drama.
0: Okay. Well, I hope he's happier there. I'm a fan of Kyrie. You know, he'd be saying some weird ever every so often, but his heart is really in a good place. And I feel like he does a lot in terms of charity and, you know, being benevolent and philanthropy. So big ups to Kyrie. And at the end of the day, the man can ball. Okay. Yeah, I can. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like I that gets, that gets caught up in the mix of the other stuff. But when he's on the floor and he's really doing what he does, he really can convert in ways that most cannot. So shout out to Kyrie and to Dallas. I know you're excited. I know you're excited. <laughs> (laughs) Now, coming up next, we're going to talk about DMX's 10-year-old daughter who is producing a docu-series. And that story is all about, well, something that she unfortunately knows too much about. We're going to talk about it right here on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal
2: Show.
0: We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals right here with DJ Nails talking about all the things that's going down and some things that you probably didn't even know were happening, like this story right
1: here. This is a major story. Shout out to DMX's 10-year-old daughter, Sonova Hillman Jr. She's doing something that you would never think to hear a 10-year-old do. She's producing a docuseries, a four-part docuseries that's going to be talking about drug addiction awareness and raising fentanyl awareness because she knows this story so well. Mm -hmm. She lost her father. To a drug overdose, and her aunt and uncle to fentanyl. So. Shout out to her This is big right here This is making me <laughs> smile so hard
0: It's like I have a double-edged sword about it Because simultaneously I feel like Damn, like it sucks that her interest in this Comes from the personal experience Of having lost so many people To drug addiction and fentanyl uh, But at such a young age To have the foresight And the thought process to say Like I want to look more into this And I want to be able to share this information With people I think is, is actually really great And I think it's even better That she's being encouraged By the people around her to do this Right? right the adults around her are encouraging her to do this which is great and she said i'm ready to have the conversation that some adults aren't ready to have oh. and try to find out the answer we all want to know what can we do to help our loved ones get clean and stay clean. Yeah, this is a 10-year-old talking like this. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful thing that she has such wisdom. This is definitely an old soul. And uh that is a great question. What can we do? So she's asking that question. You know what they say? It's out the mouth of babes. The children shall lead us. So we shall see and we will support her. And we can't wait to see how this happens and how it comes out. Hopefully we can get her on the show and interview her to talk about it. Because we love the young, gifted black minds.
1: Hello. That'll be super dope. Cause she's also doing it both with a GoFundMe to fund. Her producing of this document
0: oh, wow. oh, super, cool. super So, how cool. can people find out about the GoFundMe and put some money
1: up? I would say go Google it because I'm sure she has the social media up there and her links in her social media. So Google
0: DMX's (laughs) 10-year-old daughter producing docuseries and you will be able to get the GoFundMe and drop some money in there. Now, coming up next, uh, it's time to talk about relationships, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about. So TikTok asked older women what it's like being child-free by choice and folks had responses. Okay. (laughs) 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 We're going to talk about it next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals, who is 41 and childless by choice. Uh, shout out to DJ Nails, who is 36,
1: mm-hmm. right? 36 childless by choice,
0: childless by choice. Now, there's a video that we have posted on our social media. Remember, you can follow us at Seal Set It. And this video has a 55-year-old woman responding to the TikTok question asking older women, what is it like being child-free by choice? And listen, y'all, She had words for us. Let's take a listen. This meant a life of complete and total freedom, a life of joy, a life of non-aging, as we can see. There's no filler of Botox in this face. It has meant that I was able to retire from corporate America at the age of 38 years old to travel the world and live abroad in luxury and style. And I'm still doing that all these years later, all these decades later. Um, I live abroad. I travel. I have businesses. I have money. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't have stress. I don't have worry. I have joy. It's amazing being child free for me. Her (laughs) laugh was disrespectful. That was a disrespectful (laughs) laugh, Nails. (laughs) She said... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that was a carefree laugh right it there. It was
0: very, she threw her head back because she didn't have to think about if anybody else was like in the room and going to like stub their toe or pull something off the counter. Like she, she's just like, I don't have to pay attention. Hear this, this conversation is not being had to shame anybody who did decide to have kids. Because I think that's what sometimes happens. It's like, well, so what's wrong if I decide to have kids? And the reality is, it's really more about the fact that it's okay to not want to have kids. That's really mm-hmm. the conversation. And I think a lot of people, particularly a lot of women, feel like if they didn't have kids, then they didn't like serve their purpose as a woman or or as a woman, or they like didn't do their duty as a woman. Even I will tell you that like, even though I, you know, was, I have been pregnant before and I miscarried, it was like. There was a certain level of like, oh, I feel like I like went to another chamber of womanhood now that I've experienced that. And I think that that's really patriarchy in a way that makes you feel that way. But this has had nothing but good things to say. She said, I think she said joy maybe three times.
1: The first few words that came out of her mouth was like inspiring. Talking about she was happy, no Botox, all that. I'm like, damn, she is stunting on everybody
0: Well, this question was put to TikTok in general, so we're going to put it to our audience in general. For all of our folks listening that don't have any kids, we would love to hear what life has been like for you. Do you feel the impending doom of like, what if I get old and there's no one to take care of me? Or have you found other ways and other joys like this system? We want to hear. So give us a call. one 855 Amanda 8 That's one 855 262 6328 Coming up next... We're going to go to the phone lines. I told you. They're open 24-7. We're going to hear from a caller commenting on this Twitter post about men not being obsessed with women anymore. Yeah. That's next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we
1: up. Hump Day Wednesday. It is Amanda Seals Show right here. I'm Nels. That is Amanda Seals. 855 262 6328. Save it in your phone because, you know, we're your homies too. Save it in your phone and your <laughs> phone book, all right? 855 262 6328. That is the number to call us up if you want to chime in on anything you hear over here at the show, all right? The phone lines are always open 24-7. We actually have a caller who wants to comment on the story that we did. There was a tweet from at Sweet. She posted a tweet saying, men aren't obsessed with women anymore, and it's weird.
2: Hey, Amanda. so I'm single. I'm 26 years old. I live in one bedroom apartment. I have a really good paying job, and I am in that ballpark. I'm in those kinds of guys who have backed away from the dating game for right now. And it's not because I want to focus on hookups, um, it's more so because there's not many like minded women in this generation that want to be in serious relationships or get married because of the whole narrative of like city girls being pushed. Like girls don't they, they don't believe they, they you know, they don't want a man, they don't need a man. <laughs> I think the roles have really reversed and they're the players now, more so than than the men. So that's my take on it. I decided to take a break because I don't feel like dealing with it. So oh, there's wow. my answer
0: I hope <laughs> <laughs> He's like There it is I said it Thank <laughs> you so much For calling Well Nails This is your theory
1: That's that's exactly What I said And, and we're seeing The city girls And the the, the women Who are who, who have everything In control They're standing Too close to the city girls And that line is blurred We don't know Which one is which now
0: Now you see I think some of it Is also y'all Going to the wrong places You need you need to, <laughs> you need to get Yourself a little church girl you, What you need to do Is come on down To the rally We're having tonight You know Little rally dials yeah. putting on. Get you a nice nice wholesome girl. <laughs> nice. That's just told me
1: to get my ass out the club <laughs> and the
0: bar. <laughs> really? And I use the coming America quote to tell you. I think y'all be looking for love in all the wrong places. But
1: the voice. city
0: girls don't be at certain spaces, you know. So, you know where you can find a girl? You got to go to shows that are reflective of the kind of values that you're into. So, for instance, people have always told me that when they come to an Amanda Seals stand-up show or they come mm-hmm. to a smart. Funny in Black show. It's just full of professional, educated black women who are about empowerment, who are about community and who are grounded. So, you know, basically what I'm saying is he need to come to an Amanda Seal show. That's what you need to do. I know he's on his little hiatus, but when I'm coming to your city, make sure you come to a show. Might get you a little chick who is not a city girl hit us up now we just had a man call and give us the tea on why there's this feeling that men aren't as obsessed with women as they are do you agree with him is it are, are y'all on hiatus too because the city girl movement is moving too much tell us we're here we want to hear from you <laughs> let us be the shoulder you can cry on right here at the Amanda seal show one eight five five two six two six three two eight coming up next uh this is really. Weird, creepy, and also disgusting. There's a proposed Massachusetts bill that will reduce an inmate sentence if they donate organs or bone marrow. Mmm. So then you're right. We all talk about this. Plus we got the big up and the let down. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals. Show we are here, we are up, we are back, and we are rocking with you. And if you haven't caught all of the show, then you can go wherever you get your podcast and take a listen. Yeah, that's right. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and type in the Amanda Seal Show, and boom, we in there. Also, starting this week, you can type in Small Doses, and my podcast will pop up under Radio One because we're all in the family. In the family. Yes. So today, <laughs> today, as of today, Small Doses is now. A Radio 1 podcast So shout out to Urban 1 For their new uh, podcast network And for bringing us over here So Nails, what do we got going on?
1: Alright, our first story we're going to get into For Black Eared News There's a proposed Massachusetts bill That will reduce inmate sentences If they donate Ready for this? Organs
0: I don't like it Sounds creepy Sounds wrong And also like I can't believe this is coming from a Democrat So
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah
0: yeah, he's he's, a, he's not one of us He's not one of us I, I need to stop saying us because I don't consider myself a Democrat either I'm progressive and there's, some, there's a couple Progressive Democrats that I rock with But as a whole, I ain't in none of these parties What else we got going on?
1: Well, Beyonce World Tour fans Are pleading for cash And they're doing it on GoFundMe to help get tickets This is serious This is a real deal
0: You see my face <laughs> I mean Okay <laughs> I'll give a GoFundMe for a funeral service. I'll give a GoFundMe for, you know, an animal surgery. I ain't giving nobody no money on GoFundMe for a Beyoncé ticket. And then I'm wondering, Beyoncé, why are your tickets so damn expensive? What's that about?
1: We'll get into that, because I have a friend who texted me about it, too.
0: Okay. All right. Now, we also got a nine-year-old Pennsylvania boy who earned his high school diploma online and with his parents help is looking for a dream college to study black holes and supernovas. Let me tell y'all the kids is with it, okay? The youth. Last hour we just talked about DMX's 10-year-old daughter doing a docu-series on drug addiction and now we have a 9-year-old getting his high school diploma online and want to go to the moon. We got that plus the big up let down when we come back right here to the Amanda Seal show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Rocking out with me. Thank you for joining us. I'm Amanda Seals. Nails. What's happening? The man nails.
1: Yeah. The man, the kid. Whichever one you want to do today.
0: I've been asking y'all for like a tagline for nails because we're trying to find one. The man, the kid, the man. In college, In college, I
1: went by the crazy kid. The crazy kid. Do you yeah. like the crazy kid? Well, I mean, it fit me like a mug when I was in college. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. All right. If the if the, if it fits, um, if the tagline fits, then wear it. I don't know that I would consider you a crazy kid, though.
1: You should see me after a couple drinks of Crown.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Shout out to Houston because I used to perform at Texas A&M quite a bit, and I remember there was a sister out there who had an entire. Um, she had like a tube top that was made out of Crown Royal bags. Oh, boy. And I just remember being like, wow, respect. <laughs> and my man has a mask, like a COVID mask, that's mm-hmm. made out of a Crown Royal bag. So, you know, Black people, just so innovative. <laughs> so innovative. All right, let's get into these stories. Let's get into these stories.
1: All right. Well, our first story in Black Urit News, there's a proposed bill in Massachusetts that's going to allow inmates to get up to a year off of their prison sentences in exchange for, get this, donating organs or bone marrow.
0: First of all, the health system in the prisons is so deplorable and unchecked that I'm trying to understand how any of these inmates would even pass a screening for their organs or their bone marrow to be on the level that it needs to be to go into someone else's body. That's one. Two, this feels so much like just organ trafficking, like harvesting. And again, considering criminals to not be the same as people in the world. But also, I don't know, Nails, it just feels to me like, why would this be needed?
1: That's a good question. I'm wondering, who are they donating those organs to? Who's in the who's online to try and get organs for somebody who's in the prison system who did it just to get a year off their sentence? Like. What?
0: They've already got inmates doing free labor pretty much.
1: Yep.
2: They're
0: making like two cents an hour. So I think this is taking it a bit too far. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> what do y'all think? Hit me up. one 262 6328 What else we got going on?
1: Well, Beyonce, you know, she announced this whole uh, Renaissance World Tour. And I was just texting a friend earlier today. These tickets are expensive. Look at this. $2,469.79 for one ticket. Well, apparently Beyonce fans are begging people on social media to help them out to go and see Beyonce because they got GoFundMes and all kinds of crowds crowdfunding the goodness. To go to this concert, I cannot believe this is a real thing, bro
0: <laughs> At a certain point, it just feels like these prices for tickets for artists is just o d. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw a video the other day of Elton John saying that he, before he like really, really blew up, he would perform in smaller venues where, like it would sell out really fast and it would make the demand for him to come to the next venue bigger, right? Mm-hmm. So then you reach a certain point though, where you don't got to do that anymore. You're popping. You're always going to sell out. You only have to tour once a year. And at the end of the day, you want your fans to be able to experience you. And there's something I feel that should be said for the fact that, like, it shouldn't be just that the only people with money can have access to you. I think that's the part for me that rubs me the wrong way when I see these crazy ticket prices. Now, my question is, are these crazy ticket prices coming from the same situation that happened with Taylor Swift, where... It's really scalpers that are causing these crazy prices, or is this Ticketmaster?
1: Right, that's what I was saying too. It's Ticketmaster because this is before all of the scalping and the raising the prices and stuff, reselling.
0: I just can't imagine anybody doing any show worth (laughs) $2,500. (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm trying to think about, like, what would it take for me to feel like the twenty five hundred dollars was worth it for a show? And I'm not even talking about Beyonce. I'm just talking about in general, like what would it take? And I can't come up with nothing. I'm telling you, I've been to so many incredible concerts that were like five dollars. So, you know, I don't think it's the cost of the ticket that determines the dopeness of the concert. But good luck, guys. Good luck out there. Now, coming up next, we got a nine year old who earned his high school degree. The story is right here on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And just a side note, we were just talking about this whole craziness where, like, inmates in Massachusetts might actually, there's a bill on the table where they can, like, donate organs and bone marrow to get their sentence reduced. And I was saying that the only organ I know of that you can, like, donate and not die from is your kidneys but we have learned from our producer tony that actually you can donate a portion of your liver because your liver regenerates it's actually the only organ to my knowledge that regenerates and so you can take out a little sliver give it to somebody they got a sliver of a liver and now they're gonna get a whole one <laughs> there you go
2: sliver liver.
0: now tell us about this young genius to be young gifted and black
1: It makes you feel so excited and so happy to hear about this nine-year-old kid who got his high school diploma at nine years old. Also did it in three years. And if you do the math, you do the math. He did this during the pandemic, which means this man started high school at six years old, Amanda. I know, but y'all not going to like my response to this now. Oh, man. (laughs) What happened? What happened? Why?
0: Like, why? 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 Like, so you just... Not gonna go to high school now.
1: (laughs) I mean, he 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 did it online. He's looking for colleges now, and listen to these prestigious.
0: He's nine. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you're right. You know what? I guess my issue is this. Book smart is wonderful. Mm -hmm. It is incredible, and there is a certain level of acknowledgement and genius that comes with that. But there's a whole other experience of life and wisdom, and socialization, and emotional intelligence that comes from being in spaces with your peer group, right? And Mm. going through the processes of maturation and adolescence with your peer group. And I just hope that he is in simultaneously in like extracurricular spaces where he's doing that. Because I Uh, feel like I'm seeing these stories all the time about these genius kids who are like, advancing and accelerating through school. But I'm like, yeah, but there's a whole process of experience there that you're losing.
1: And that's coming from the common sense specialist.
0: <laughs> I mean, my mom said that they had talked about uh, possibly skipping me a grade at one point and early in school, like in first or second grade. And she was like, no, because I want Amanda to be with her actual group. And so what ended up happening was they would have me leave that class for certain subjects that I was excelling in. So oh, okay. I would go into like the second grade class when we were doing English. Cause that was my jam. OK, that was my jam. And so I would still be with my people, but then I would go over there for a little bit and hang out and come back because I was reading. I mean, if we're going to do this and let me just floss real quick, because I was reading <laughs> at a ninth grade level in first grade, y'all. OK, we was reading in books. My mom still wanted me to be in a place where my developmental processes were not being accelerated simply because of my academic prowess. And I think there's there's something interesting and necessary in that but you know who am i i don't got no kids he wants to go on and do stem subjects and studies with supernovas etc etc so the family said that they're considering princeton university the university of pennsylvania and harvard university and i'm trying to figure out well, what does that look like is he on the campus with a briefcase mm. is he smart guy Tell me. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. And what I do know is that we got the Big Up Let Down next up right here on the show. So make sure you stick around to find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows. And just as a little tease, the props is going to the bay. Find out why when we come back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show.
1: Hump day Wednesday on the Amanda Seal show. It's time for one of our favorite futures. Futures features. (laughs) The big up let down. Who we got today, Amanda? Well, today's Big Up
0: Big Up is going to the homie E40. Yes, Mm -hmm. E Fizzle. Okay. So he was doing it too big like his Mount Westmore anthem at his alma mater, Grambling State University on Friday. He donated a massive $100,000 check to the HBCU's department for music for invaluable upgrades for the generations of students to come. So they then flip the script and surprise E-40 with the unveiling of the Earl E-40 Stevens Sound Recording Studio, which is a commemorative installation to inspire students' music hustle, just like the Bay Area OG himself. And just a side note, he has been inspiring the youth because his son, Droop E, is a dope producer, super dope oh, nice. producer, and actually produced a lot of my records when I was doing the rap thing. So shout out to Droop E, to 40, his wife, and their whole crew. They have always been super kind and i really appreciate them and i'm sure that grambling is going to really do the right thing with this money right right yes they are, yes, they are. all right now it's time for our
2: let down. all
0: right so there is this woman marie kondo and i don't know if y'all know but marie kondo she had hosted this show on uh netflix that was all about like tidying up okay I think the show was actually called tidy up and on this show she was always teaching us how to like be organized and she would teach you how to like throw things away and it was like if you feel that a piece of clothing doesn't bring you joy then you let it go and the whole premise of her show was about keeping things in order and she's this little Japanese woman and she's very soft-spoken and she's the queen of clean and y'all she just came out and said she's giving up she, ain't, she she got she got three kids now she can't she can't keep it clean she she's like I, I've let it go. Now the reason it's a let down is not because of that. It's because white women are mad at her now. Yes, white women are mad that she said my home is messy. But the way I am spending my time is the right way for me at this time, at this stage in my life. And now white women are feeling like she done flipped the script on us. She had us all over here trying to be tidy and organized. And now she's just going to let it go like this. This is unfair. She's not a real one, et cetera, et cetera. And I just really need y'all to shut up. OK, because I think she's living in her truth. And you should be living in your truth. And the truth is, if you need a Marie condo to come to your house to clean up your condo, then you got your own problems and they got nothing to do with Marie. And that's that on that. And that is today's pick Up Let Down. All right. Now, Nails was cleaning the house this weekend. I'm hoping that he used some of Marie Kondo's rules because he realized that he's a hoarder. So you (laughs) may have to go on Netflix and watch Tidy Up so it can help you get rid of some of the stuff that's in your crib. We got more of the Amanda Seal Show right here. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
1: Hump Day Wednesday. Yes, sir. The Amanda Seals Show. Nails here. That's Amanda Seals. Yo, thanks for listening to the show. And this is a reminder for you. If you miss anything from any episode of the show, you can listen to it in its entirety. Wherever you get podcasts, just type in the Amanda Seal Show. And when you're listening, you hear something you want to chime in on, it don't have to be on the air. 855 Amanda 8, that's 855 262 6328. Whenever you want to call, just call in and chime in on something. We actually have a caller right now, Amanda, who's commenting on that IG post that said, Do black men, it said, How do black men grow up with single moms hmm. but don't have respect for black women? listen to this call
2: you know that's not really valid to me because i believe that men that just don't respect women just don't respect women because they don't want to and don't understand how to it was a, a behavior that wasn't taught to them maybe what the real problem is we make excuses for these little boys out here and ain't no parenting in the house back in the day when i was growing up i was afraid of my mother I fear my mom. I revered my grandmother. Still to this day, she's one of the most respected people in my lifetime. So we just make excuses for why men don't want to be men and respect women. I have two daughters and most of my family consists of women. So all I can see is respect for women.
0: I love our callers. Do you hear me? (laughs) Listen, the men who be calling into my show, I really be feeling like y'all are top tier. Top here i have no notes i have no notes that was a great call i loved everything he said and kudos to all the women in his life that he is talking about because he's like i respect all of y'all i got a lot of women around me and i respect them what do you think nails do you agree disagree do you think he literally song?
1: hit every I, and no pun intended but he nailed it that's why i respect <laughs> women so much as well just like he said i was raised by a strong black woman i was i was raised by my mom and my stepfather however i have so much respect for women because I'm so close to my mom, my sister, my nieces, you know, my future daughter, my grandmas. I love them so much and Every time I think about somebody disrespecting a woman, I always think of that's somebody's mama. That's somebody's sister.
0: But is he, is that what he's saying? That I mean, is he low-key kind of agreeing with dude, even if he doesn't mean to? He's saying maybe men don't respect women because the mothers that they have in their life are not respecting themselves. They're not demanding that respect. Because he had said, you know, my mom, like I feared her, like she demanded respect. And Mm -hmm. ultimately it still comes down to the home. And so whether or not that mother is you know, letting men in the house all crazy or she's not like disciplining her son, it's still like I'm not, teaching you that women are worthy of respect. So I feel like he does have a point though because even if that is the case, there still becomes a point of like making excuses because that may be how you were raised but shame on your parents for what they did back in the day but shame on you for staying that way.
1: Mm, Not growing up. Like you said, being a little boy.
0: Yeah, you live in a world where respect is just a basic human bottom line and you can either choose to have that or not. So you don't need to necessarily have been taught that at a certain point in your life to know that you need to teach yourself that.
1: Mm. There might be some fellas out there that got something to say about that. And his response,
2: well, call
0: us up. Call us up. Know. we have a phone <laughs> and it's open 24-7. Hit us up. one 262 6328 That's one amanda 8 Coming up next, we have more Amanda Seal show, so don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. We are here on this Happy Hump Day. Shout out to everybody who has been uh, patronizing my Amanda Seal store. We got new merch in the building. People have been asking me for merch for so long. Amanda, when are you going to sell your smart funny and black shirts again? When are you going to sell those Amanda Seals classic '90s vintage tour shirts again? When are you going to sell them? I'm not hostile. I'm just passionate shirts again. Well, baby, I have answered the call. All right, so you can go to amandaseals.com and get you your shirt today. Actually, we're about to sell out. So, you don't want to miss this drop because we're Hurry actually about out. to sell out. And then we, <laughs> we, yeah, we're about to sell out. And then I'll let you know when we come back with some more. Now, we're actually coming back with some more news because that's what we do every hour. So, now, what are we talking about right now?
1: On this Black Red News, our first story. This is scary right here. More than 400 products, including breakfast sandwiches and fruit cups, they gotten recalled because of some possible listeria contaminations.
0: Damn, we were talking about. Eye drops being recalled, and now we talking about this. Oh my goodness, Lord! What else we got going on?
1: <sighs> An embarrassing news. All right, the Miami Police Department—they got some Black History Month themed cop cars and. That's your city. Boy-
0: that's us go, city <laughs> But it's
1: That's happening Across the country
0: It's also happening In Canada So it's like It's too much It's too mm. much I saw a Canada cop car With Martin Luther King Jr. On the side oh of it God. Cut it out Cut it out Martin Luther King Should not be on the side Of any cop cars Because he was a pacifist One He was also jailed 29 times by cops And He was literally Sprayed with Water hoses And had dogs on him By cops Y'all can put him on a car Cut mm. it out Canada what else we got going on well we got a clip from the new proud family reboot and it's going viral because if it's truly honest depiction of autism it really is dope and it's beautiful and it really is a necessary conversation that needs to be had so we're gonna have it because that's what we do right here at the amanda Seals show we also have conversations on social media and you can follow us at seals Set it and join that conversation listen laugh and learn y'all see amanda Seals show
1: We back on the Amanda Seal Show. It is time to get into some black red news, Amanda. So our first story we're talking about <laughs> is food. Food in this country that is making people sick because of contamination, listeria to be exact. So more than 400 different products that are sold in stores and vending machines and even uh, service providers have been potentially contaminated with listeria. Now, this is a bacteria that can end up making you sick and these are products that have been sold from January 24th through the 30th. This is scary because this is a continuation of all the stuff we've been saying. Like yesterday, like you said, eye drops have been contaminated, mm-hmm. processed foods causing cancer and stuff. So well, remember,
0: there was a whole baby formula recall because yeah. the babies were dying from the goddamn formula. And listen, apparently, you know, listeria contaminated food can cause infections. And the infections can lead to fever, headache, diarrhea, and vomiting. And all of these things are about what you're eating. The products include items like bacon, egg, and y'all, cheddar muffins, which sounds really close to me like Cheddar Bay biscuits. Uh, breakfast Some croissants, cookies. tuna, and chicken sandwiches, and fruit cups. They were all sold in stores and vending machines by different transportation providers. So people get hungry. They're like, dang, let me just you know th- get a little snack right quick, try to hold me over, and then boom. Listeria. And that really goes to show you, though, we got viruses out the wazoo in this world right now. So it's hard to stay safe. It's hard to stay safe because like what really is safe? And by the way, God, just so you know, American food is like super poor quality compared to other places. Like a lot of our food is banned in other countries. Like a lot of it, mm. Mm. <laughs> like a lot of it. Our FDA and the different government bodies that like determine whether food is like good enough for us to eat, like their standards are like super low compared to other places.
1: So I even saw something like there was like something like creamer that is banned in other countries that we use here in this country.
0: You see, we got all I mean, even in like Canada. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like some far off place. So just try your best to eat as clean as possible. We know that it also is also really expensive to do so sometimes, but shout out to everybody who's suffering from that. It's it's something that you couldn't prevent. How do you prevent that? Eat dirt. Now, What'd you just say? Eat dirt. <laughs> I mean, then you're going to find out that the dirt is the dirt of you know, uh, uh, an unearthed um, grave site. Facts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they just found like all of these unmarked graves in a park in Charlottesville, North Carolina. Yeah. And the park is built where a plantation was. And they found like 42 graves of slaves or something like that. So careful what kind of dirt you eating too.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Well, our second story on Black Eric News today, we're going to take it down to Dade County real quick. The Miami Police Department, everybody was ranking them, as we say, down at the crib, cracking on them on social media because they revealed this police car. Right. This police car is a black history themed police car. And this happened in front of the the precinct It's a black police precinct in the courthouse museum. It's red, green, and yellow, which are the colors of the Pan-African flag. And then it also contains an outline of Africa. There's also some black fists on it and all. And this is disrespectful.
0: It's so gross. People are like, stop killing us. And they're like, here's a car. <laughs> right. No. It's just like when we was like, stop killing us. And they were like, How about Juneteenth? That's a federal holiday. Stop giving us. We didn't ask for mm-hmm. That's like a man Cheating on you And then giving you a purse Stop cheating on me <laughs> Well I think they're doing Way too much And This is also Very eerily similar To when Floyd, George Floyd Was murdered In broad daylight In front of everybody And they were like Let's paint Black Lives Matter And paint Along, song along streets Yeah and it's like Okay But also Can you have some real reform? No? Got it Well Cool painting, bro. (laughs) Great job. Great job. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to talk about the Proud family. They have a dope reboot, and they've been tackling all sorts of topics, and this time they're touching on autism. So we'll get into it when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Nails. Did you watch the Proud family when you were growing up?
1: I did. I used to love that, family, uh, that show. I'm talking about that family. I, I love the family too, damn.
0: <laughs> love the Proud Family. Shout out to Kyla Pratt, who is one of the voices on the Proud Family. Little fun fact one of the creators, I think maybe the creator of Proud Family, is Calvin Brown Jr., who was also the creator of My Brother and Me, which is the show that I was on on Nickelodeon when I was 12 and 13. You think you bad? Hit me.
1: That's my favorite episode <laughs> of the show. I used to <laughs> love that show. <laughs>
0: Well, this is some really cool news about the Proud family. Um, So they recently got people talking because they had an episode where Oscar and Trudy learned that one of their twins, BB and Cece, likely has autism. And they just handled it in such a Really thoughtful, but also like very real way that was still appropriate for kids. But I think also parents watching could really relate. And I love that they also involved Holly Robinson-Pete because she has a son with autism and has a huge foundation about autism. And she's really just been an incredible outspoken person. You can listen to my Small Doses podcast episode with Holly Robinson about autism. And so she played the um, evaluator On the show who breaks the news to the parents that they have autism, that the child has autism. And she does it in such a just really um, informative way that I think is really important for the black community, because we have a problem with stigmatizing things that we don't necessarily understand. And so once we put this in, you know, layman's terms and help people just have a grounding knowledge, we start to break that stigma.
1: I love the fact when um, they acknowledge how Oscar, who's the dad on the show, Mm -hmm. for those who've never seen it how he was very, like, shocked and kind of contemplating on how he wanted to approach and everything. It was so real and authentic. And shout out to the Proud family for that episode of the show. Real dope.
0: I think it was also super real how he, like, was standoffish. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a dad, especially, like, as a proud, the Proud family, as, like, a proud dad feeling like there's something, quote, unquote, wrong with my Mm -hmm. son, you know? Mm -hmm. And the way that they wrote the script, you know, they really conveyed the... Relevance and the, the listen, the truth about feeling like that about as a parent, but then also the truth about what autism really means. And they had a really great quote in there. I'm paraphrasing, but basically, it's that just because a child needs more support doesn't mean that they are not as valuable. Mm. And it's mm-hmm. true. It's yeah. true. And we've seen autism grow in in so many ways in terms of its ability to be identified. Across a whole spectrum, and the, the treatment and the support for children. And we got to make sure that we continue to support our kids. And we have to know that there are neurodivergent children everywhere. So, shout out to the Proud Family for checking that. Next up, we have uh, Getting to Know Amanda and Nails. So, keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We have, we have, we up. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Steele Show. Now, you all know that me and Nails only met each other when we started doing the show a few months ago. And so, we ever so often bring back this segment called Getting to Know Amanda and DJ Nails, where we ask each other a poignant question that reveals something about our character, about our personality, about our thought processes. And in the process, you all get to learn a little bit more about us while we learn a little bit more about each other. Now, today's question is what is something that people would be shocked or surprised? To learn about you, mm-hmm. DJ Nails.
1: I'll start off. I've always had aspirations to voice a cartoon character.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Do you have in mind what kind of character? Would it be Not like an really. old person? Would it be like something that you could like change your voice for? Would it be like a sci-fi character, an animal?
1: I definitely, we want to do something where I would have to change my voice. Uh, give, us a give us a little listen. Yeah, give us a little. Say something like a... Uh, uh, What's going on, Earl? Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, do you practice? Can you keep that up?
1: Yeah, I can keep it up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've always had aspirations on, huh? of Yeah. I was always at aspirations of doing that or hosting a game show or something like that. What what what's what's something that people will be shocked at? This is a crazy question for you, because you're so open. Like I'm too open. <laughs>
0: like I had a homeboy who was like, can you just be like less open? I feel like it's unsafe. <laughs> um what is something that people would be sh- shocked? Hmm. Do I feel like sharing that with y'all? I'll save that for the book. Um, <laughs> <Damn>. I <laughs> <laughs> something that would surprise people that I've never talked about. I only get nervous when I perform in Detroit.
1: Wait, Amanda Seals gets nervous. Are you talking uh, yeah. on stage
0: only in Detroit? And oh, it's because only in Detroit. Yes. And it's because the audience I feel always has a look on their faces like, Bitch, you better be funny.
1: <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> Detroit.
0: And it'd be kind of sending some ice through my veins, like,
1: ooh.
0: I mean, listen, and it's not even like they don't laugh. It's not even like they've ever said anything like you better be f-. like no one's ever verbalized this. It's just like a feeling. And so there you go. There's something you might be surprised to learn, that I don't get nervous unless I'm in the D. <laughs> now, let us know if you have any good getting to know nails and Amanda questions that you would like us to ask each other and you want to learn about. Hit us up at one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 Stick around, y'all. We got more of the show next. next. Next up, The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we
1: up, we up. Yo, we hope you're enjoying The Amanda Seal Show. Hey, Amanda, so coming back into this right now, right before we ended up going to break, you had mentioned something about Ronald Reagan, former president. He's like Ron DeSantis. Like, put us up on game.
0: So, Ibram X. Kendi, I saw this on his Instagram and Twitter, is an incredible scholar who wrote like one of the seminal books on the history of racism called Stamped from the Beginning. And he was talking about how, of course, Ron DeSantis and this whole black studies thing with AP honors and how he was saying that it is, of course, inexplicably contrary to Florida law and devoid of educational value. Now, we all know that that's some BS, but he is not the first governor to say that. Apparently, California Governor Ronald Reagan in the 60s, before he was the president, also shared similar sentiments. And I thought that was really interesting because I had never known that there was like a continual through line with this. So back in 1967, Ronald Reagan became California governor. And a year later, students at San Francisco State College, which is now San Francisco University, they kicked off a strike that established Black Studies and Ethnic Studies as we know it. And it was the longest college strike that's ever happened. And it included not just Black folks. It was the Black Student Union, plus they had an Asian and Latinx and native student representatives all up in the mix and it was called the third world liberation front and then the white folks that was in the mix they called them mother country radicals <laughs> okay so they yeah the, the, yeah so the anti racist white students was all up in there called the mother country radicals i call them co conspirators same difference all right so they were all together this lasted 5 months they were incensed that the existing disciplines and liberal and conservative Professors did not include any of their culture, experiences, perspectives, etc. So they were really pushing this. It was like we want black studies, we want ethnic studies. Y'all ain't gonna hold this up. This man Ronald Reagan was in an interview and wondered aloud if the demand for black studies was in actuality more of a request for sanctuary from the rigors of the institution, a sanctuary from the normal standards. So, y'all, basically what he's insinuating is that black studies or ethnic studies would have been lower in educational value than the studying of all the white things that had been going down. And as we know, DeSantis said the same thing. Now, the only difference is that Reagan apparently did state that he believed it's important to get whites into the black studies department to learn something about black people. But it's like, why is something only valuable if white people can gain from it? You feel me? Mm. So there's that. And, you know, this time we see DeSantis, who is also pushing a whole lot of white supremacist legislation and anti-LGBTQIA plus legislation. And even though Governor Reagan was like more generous than him, he did not dismiss black studies as an agenda meant to indoctrinate, which is what DeSantis is all about. But still, he like did what he could to crush it. And mm-hmm. I didn't know this. He did what he could to crush it. And when he became president, the state of black studies programs and black access to higher education both experienced destabilization and overall decline, according to scholar and my former professor, the late, great Dr. Manny Marable. And if we just think about what could happen if black studies and critical thinking are going the route that DeSantis wants it to go. Imagine, Ronald Reagan started as governor and was thinking this, and then he became president. DeSantis is starting as governor and thinking this, and he aspires to be president. So the moral of the story is, stay focused, keep your head on swivel, and understand that this is not new. No idea is original, including the racist ones. Now we got more when we come back. Tony Hawk, he's going to honor Tyree Nichols. Oh, we love a co-conspirator right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We are, we are, we are. We. So, hope everybody's enjoying their hump day. We almost through, y'all. Almost through. Halfway there. Nails, yeah. tell us what we got going on this hour.
1: We're going to jump into some Black Eared news. Tony Hawk, the legendary skateboarder. He's doing something so amazing by honoring... Tyree Nichols.
0: I can't wait to talk about this and I love Tony Hawk and I love skateboarding so it's all good things in the wake of terrible things. What else we got going on?
1: The Black Dolls Matter made by a West Philadelphia native. We got to jump into this man's story. It is amazing.
0: And shout out to Philly listening out there on WRMB. We love it. We love it. We love it. I know y'all love the Big Up Let Down so we got that coming for you this hour as well. Find out who's going to get the props and who is going to get the blows. Stay Connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seal Said It. And remember to call us at one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 We've been celebrating Black History Month all month long by playing your calls, talking about your Black love for being a Black person. And we want to put those calls on the air. So hit us up at one amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show.
1: black red news, black red, red news. Time to get into some black red news right here on the Amanda Seals show. I'm Nails, and that is Amanda Seals. Our first story, man. Tony Hawk, legendary skateboarder, doing something so amazing, and this is actually teaching us something new about the late Tyree Nichols, who was murdered by those Memphis police officers. I had no idea he was an avid skateboarder. And oh, Tony, really? yeah, yeah, and uh, Tony Hawk caught wind of this. And he wants to do something for Tyree Nichols. He's actually donating the, the money that they're making from some autographed pictures to Tyree's memorial fund. And they're going to build a skate park in Tyree Nichols' name.
0: I mean, listen, this is what we talk about when we say life and co-conspirators. This is how you show up. And I think it's really beautiful. And, you know, if anyone who is listening doesn't know, Tony Hawk is as skater as it gets. He is mm-hmm. a legend in the sport of skating. And I think it's really important... To note that when someone like Tony Hawk Attaches himself to a story like this It helps to bring the reality of this story To a whole other audience That may have tried to turn their head And may have tried to say Well it's not our problem Because at the end of the day Tyree Nichols is a black man Who died at the hands of police brutality And a lot of people don't want to make that their problem And it's all of our problem And we love Tony Hawk for doing this So shout out to T-Hawk did I just call him T Hawk? I like yeah, that Yeah, you just name.
1: gave him a nickname. He, he's a co-conspirator, so we got to give him T Doll T right, Hawk, like you good? You can come to one barbecue. One. <laughs> one barbecue, and don't bring potato salad. There you go. We
0: don't need it. We're going to expect some skateboard tricks while you're there. All right. Coming up next: Black Dolls Matter. My mother has always been on that one, and we're going to talk about it when we come back. Shout out to West Philadelphia. This next story is for you on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up,
1: we up, we up. Yes, 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 yes. I'm saying yes, yes, like Amanda does when she's having a good day on a Monday. (laughs) It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm nails. What's going on, Amanda? I'm good,
0: man. I'm good. I really like this story that we're about to talk about with the dolls. I'm a big doll fan, like to this day.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's go over to West Philadelphia real quick. Shout out to everybody over in Philly. This is a big story. This guy named Mark Ruffin, he is the founder of Black Dolls Matter. He started out making uh, little puppets, right? And then his Mm -hmm. dad bought his first little book where he can actually learn to make dolls. And not necessarily dolls, but he was basically helping out with uh, things like the Sesame Street accessories for some of these characters like Kermit's dreadlock wig and stuff like that. (laughs) And then this man decided to go out on his own and make black dolls, which they actually tried to tell him that black dolls don't sell. And he's proving them wrong by doing this.
0: Well, listen, I mean, he is... A creator, like a successful creator in his own right. Like he's mm-hmm. won Emmy Awards for his work with these other shows, you know, like Sesame Street, etc. And now he's like, no, we need to make dolls that are representative of our children. And mm-hmm. I think this is really beautiful um, because it's, it's a space that I think people would think maybe a man has no energy in, you know, like, oh, why would he consider this important? But the dolls are so beautiful, y'all. And he has like the Princess Diana, uh, Madame Alexander collection and then he has stories of legends like aretha franklin in a series called the genius series so while he was working at sesame street and making all these accessories for the different characters he also made a doll for the character zoe and that doll is mimi and that was like zoe's little friend so Mm -hmm. i think this is really beautiful and such a great extension of his talents um my mom is so serious about black dolls. I remember my mom telling a story where she like walked up to some black woman in a Walmart parking lot who had her daughter in the cart holding a white doll and my mom was like, why you didn't get her a black doll? I'm
1: like, you're (laughs) doing too much. You're doing too much. The black moms also have those little dolls that sit in that one room in the house. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: know what? You're so wild because that really is something that starts happening when you get older. Like you just be having these dolls. They just there. I have so many damn dolls dolls in my house nails and it's not like creepy but it's like different types of dolls from like different places i've gone and i just feel like it's something that's like connecting you to your childhood but also really letting you know that like representation matters because here i am as an adult and i'm still buying black barbie dolls that i wish i had when i was a kid Mm -hmm. so shout out to this brother Get your Black Dolls Matter, y'all, made by your own West Philly native. They out there, go and get it and support the representation of your girls in these dolls. We got the big up let down. Black Dolls Matter. We got the big up let down when we get back right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up,
2: we up, we up. All
0: right. Y'all, well, we are out of here. Hope you had a good day with us. I gotta tell you, nails. I was kind of tired today, so I hope y'all didn't hear it. I didn't want to. I don't ever want to give y'all tired and exhaustion. But some days, your girls just don't got the same energy. So I'm gonna try and come with it tomorrow. Okay, I'm gonna try and come with it. But I gotta be honest. I think people don't understand. We do this every day, nails.
1: Every day. Out. Every day. Day.
0: yes right here at the amanda seal show we do this every day which means you might not get to catch the show every day but you know what you can thanks to podcasts. so you can go to wherever you get your podcasts and just type in the amanda seal show and catch on up and while you're at it check out my other podcast small doses which you can now hear at the radio one podcast network Now, what we got coming up for Thursday's show?
1: Uh, Listen, coming up on Thursday's show, we got more of your calls. And why are you proud to be black? That's what we want to know. At 855 Amanda 8 that's 855-262-6328. Plus, The Big Up Let Down is on tomorrow's show as well. Thank you all so much for being tapped in on this hump game.
0: Yes. And uh, as we round out the week, we're going to bring back our homeboy, Khalil Green, who's going to hit us with another bet you didn't know and give us a little black fact that a lot of us may have overlooked. I just love getting to bring information to you all and doing it in a fun, laughing, funny way. That's what we do right here at the Amanda Seal Show. All right. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. See ya tomorrow. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up.